Whittier. Welcome back to the My Whittier Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Reese, longtime Whittier resident and self-proclaimed foodie. I thought it would be fun to give you a local's perspective on the city of Whittier, California. On this podcast, we celebrate Whittier's past, present, and future. We champion small business and we embrace community. Welcome back to the show. Whittier, happy Wednesday, July 26th here in Whittier, California. It is going to be a scorcher today, 97 degrees today and into the weekend. It has been hot for a few weeks now, but it's summertime. It's hot. Stay hydrated, stay safe, and enjoy the ride. What else can we do, right? Uh, Welcome back to the show. Did you guys miss me at all? Did anybody miss me? I missed you guys. I took a few weeks off. I had to recharge the batteries, you know, sometimes uh, when the computer's on the fritz, you got to unplug it and then plug it back in. That's kind of how I felt. So I'm back at full strength. The batteries are charged and I'm feeling good. So I'm so happy to be back with you today. This is a Whittier centric podcast. We talk all things Whittier, California, 99% of the time. Once in a while, we'll venture out to like La Mirada La Habra, Pico Rivera, Montebello, you know, surrounding cities, and we will touch base with them. But for the most part, we talk Whittier, California from a local's perspective, and we have a really good time doing that. So you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. You could find me on Reels now. I uh, started using Reels, and I'm giving that a try. I'm not going to post any photographs or anything on Reels. It's just text kind of uh, off-the-cuff thoughts that I have and uh, upcoming events, stuff like that. And I will test out Reels for the next uh, few months to see if it's something I am comfortable with and something I like. Um, I like to do that with uh, new apps that come out just because um, you never know. You never know what's going to take off. You never know what you're good at. I tried that with TikTok and I just never got my groove with TikTok. It was going well. I was having some success with that, but I just wasn't comfortable in that space. So I, I don't use it anymore, which is cool. You know, that's how these things work. And um, so I thought, you know what, let's give Reels a try and see where that takes us. So you could find me there. You could also find me on YouTube. Check out my YouTube channel, My Whittier TV. We just did a crumble cookie review. If you guys haven't checked that out yet. Uh, head over to uh, YouTube and subscribe to my channel. I would really, really appreciate that. Now, we've got a great interview with you guys today. Uh, Before we get into that interview, though, make sure and stick around towards the end of the show because I have some things I want to talk to you about. I got a few events that I want you to know about and some things happening in the city. So make sure and stick around for that. But right now we have got a great interview. We're going to talk to Stacy and Jay. They are the owners of Unidos Community Events, and they are the ones that are doing the uh, the Uptown Whittier Night Market. They are the event planners for that event. And um, as you guys may or may not know, it is killing it. They are killing it this year. The events are amazing. And uh, so many of you have come out to enjoy the events and um, the weather is just perfect for outdoor activities. And so it's like the perfect storm this year. These guys are really doing such a great job. So I wanted you to get to know them, find out who the people are behind 
this great event are. So um, without further ado, let's get into this interview. This is Stacy and Jay, owners of Unidos Community Events. All right, so I'm here with the owners of Unidos Community Events, Stacy Corona and Jay Gill. You guys are in charge of this year's night market in Uptown Whittier. Welcome to the My Whittier Podcast, guys. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having us. Such an honor. Yeah, thanks, Bob. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. So I wanted to have you guys on. You you were so kind to come in uh, about a month ago and introduce yourselves to me here at the My Whittier Shop. And it was really great to, to kind of meet you guys because last year they had the night market and you guys weren't involved and it was a really, um, it was a good, it was a good vibe. It started out really good and then kind of, I don't want to say fizzled at the end, but it kind of slowed down at the end. A lot of volunteers were involved and stuff like that. So, and it was a weekly kind of event. So um, this year when they kicked things off, they really wanted some help and they uh, reached out to you guys and you guys have from what i've seen have done an amazing job the crowds are out of control and it's been really really nice to see so how did you guys how did you guys hook up with uptown whittier um well a lot of our small business friends actually mentioned to us that they had a position opening for an event company to take over their um like you said the night market that was already occurring so we figured why not contact the man Justin and throw our name out there and little do we know they were already considering us as well. Yeah, it was fun to kind of see the market last year. We got to walk it through, you know, July and August. I love the vibe. The community always comes out to support. So when our hat was thrown in there, I was very excited to kind of, you know, be part of the community and part of one of the biggest events in the community. Absolutely. Now, so this is not, you know, any kind of small event here. This is a really big event, and it's one of the most uh, beloved ones that happened here in Whittier because it goes back to, like, the Uptown Festival back in, back in the day when I was growing up in the 80s. That was a big thing. So um, this is not a small event. How did you guys start your company? How did this all – how did you become event coordinators um, well, we all know that when the pandemic happened, we all have to take out like our little hidden talents. And I personally have been baking since high school, so for about 12 years now. And when the pandemic happened, I brought out my talent and created my company. And from there, I attended pop-up markets, and I love the vibe. I love being able to meet my guests and clients firsthand. And I loved it, but I just wasn't very fond of the cultures with the event companies that I did attend, not saying anything bad about them, but there was just always something missing for me. So I figured why not create something I knew can have a great culture for the vendors and the guests. Uh, To be honest with you, I was never into the event or the small business. So my background used to be as an executive chef. Um, I would float between different corporate companies. Sometimes I'd get hired by like small businesses um, to go in, make a menu, um, establish it, and then I would go on to the next. Um, so when Stacy approached me with this idea, um, I had no idea what I was doing, but I knew I had the business savvy on my side, which is like accounting, where to start, the proper you know, way to build your company um, and kind of go through those footsteps with her. But this was all new to me. So 
to be honest, this is all this is all her so far. Yeah, and so uh, Stacy, you had a you had a business. You had, you were a baker, and so you were on the other side of it. You were like part of the event. You weren't running the event. You were part of the event, kind of just kind of assessing the whole vibe. And you were like, I could do this better. <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. I it just took me saying, you know, having the courage to go after something I knew I had the potential in doing, given the fact that I had to learn a lot and study and go into doing my research because nobody taught me, you know, yeah. I just knew from my experience what I would observe, what as a vendor I would have loved to experience like smoother as in loading and having accessibility, being yeah. a one-woman team going to events. Right. Um, and I just knew that since I was in the baking industry, I needed somebody who had the knowledge and one helping me become legitimate, getting my um, health permits in line, which was Jay, as he mentioned, he was an executive chef and he was my resource for that. So I knew that I wanted to at a point have food at events and who better than to help me with the whole health department dilemma than him himself. Jay, it's really important too, that's a good point. Um, a lot of small business owners out there are doing their thing and they have an idea, they want to bake, they want to make things, they want to get into business, and they lack that, that business side of things. And it's so important to have that accounting kind of thing and you are good with health, you know, getting the health permits and all of those type of things dialed in. That's really important as part of, of, of your business, right? Definitely. It's crucial. Um, you're right. I think it's one of the most crucial steps for a small business, especially when it comes down to food, whether it be prepackaged or you're cooking on site. Um, I know firsthand a lot of people just say, I'm going to do it. But then once um, health department gets involved, there's so much steps, procedures. And unfortunately, it's usually uh, you can find more information online. But if you're like me, you need to be visual, somebody to kind of give you the rundown and explain to you. Um, how to properly submit it, because um, the prices are expensive to get, like a cottage license is close to $900 to $1,000, depending. Um, your LA County health permit is all is a little bit more expensive, but I think if you're going to start a, a food business, it is crucial to kind of start it the right way so that later on you can enjoy the fruits of it and no problems will arise. Um, but you know, I think a lot of people just need to find the right resources on where to find out more information, how to file, how to be your own accountant, because, you know, some people can't afford in the beginning to hire a CPA, so you have to do all that yourself. Um, but I think, you know, soon people need to start doing more classes to yeah. be able to educate the community. Okay, so you could start another business teaching people. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> That's actually in the works, yeah. Now yeah. that we have a settled establishment here in Whittier, awesome. our sister store, we're hoping that we can use our resource, which is the brewery, which has a great space. Um, to host these big events that's much needed for people to become legitimized because like we want people to think on the long run not short run yeah, don't true. think small that's true and you know you talked about visually and i'm a big visual person and i believe that you know if you can think it or imagine it you can make it happen and i think or i feel like that's how you guys do your events here in Whittier, like when I see the cosplay, when I see the circus and coming up Jurassic Park, I see the themes and the kind of uh, vibe that you're going for. And that's just, 
a really fresh take, you know, and it's just you're coming from that imagination. I know you're thinking that up, and you're going, okay, now you have it in my in my mind. Now I have to make it happen. And you guys, how do you, how does that come? How does that happen? Where okay, I'm gonna do a circus night, and then all of a sudden there's a circus on the streets of Whittier. Like, how does that go down? Uh, I honestly would like to thank my inner child for that. Yeah. I like to tell people that it's really important to keep it alive. Doesn't mean necessarily being childish, but being creative and allowing yourself to discover new parts of yourself. So thanks to that. But bigger part is imagination can be blown out of proportion. So that's really why I love having Jay as a partner because he can tell me like reels okay. you back in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, her imagination gets a little wild sometimes, but you know, that's that's the great part about it. It's that balance and that imagination gets turned into something beautiful in Uptown Whittier. Um, now, Stacy's just imagination is kid friendly, but family friendly, pet friendly. So all these events are always just something different, changing. Um, I really say that her inner kid has been fun so far for Uptown Whittier. Yeah, it's really, it's like I said, um, it's a fresh take. I think we needed it. It's like a shot in the arm, you know, because not to say anything bad, but you just kind of, when, you, when you're doing the same thing over and over again, it kind of gets stale. So this is, uh, has been a really nice, fresh take on things. And people are responding, you know, the crowds are amazing from what I've seen. And um, it's been great. So you have um, a sister company, or what was that, a sister partnership with uh, the Whittier Brewing Company? Correct. So we've been doing events inside of Whittier Brewing for almost a year. Okay. Um, working closely with John, the brewery owner. Um, we had a great idea of starting a small business store. So our store is called Cultura Market. You, it's home to about 18 different small businesses. Um, we give them the opportunity to be able to sell, you know, put themselves out there. And what better than the Whittier community who always supports and Whittier is made of small businesses. Every time I walk around anywhere in Whittier, all you see are small businesses and thriving for 15, 20 plus years. Um, so to me that, you know, that hits close to home just because what, what a better community to start a business in. Um, but yeah, so we opened up the store about three months ago in May. Um, at the moment, we have 18 small businesses. Um, some of them are local to Whittier or the surrounding cities. Um, and then that was kind of Stacy's idea to kind of start something where we give small businesses an opportunity, not just to maybe pop up, but to kind of establish themselves in the store. And, you know, from there, they get opportunities to one day ask for a loan because now they have um, that business behind them saying, hey, I, this is my passive income or this is income my business generates. Um, so it opens a lot of doors for them. We got a uh, baby here. We got a, a adopted puppy with us today, so he's yeah. in the background. So she'll be making her way down to the events shortly. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, she's a beautiful little pup. Thank you. So um, when we talk about micro, I, I like to call them micro businesses, where you're not fully into that small business arena yet, and you're kind of familiar with that, uh, Stacy. When you had your baking, you know, your baking and you're doing pop-ups and stuff like that, and you're, kind of get, you're trying to get to that small business where it's, you're doing that full-time or maybe you were. But um, it's kind of nice to give that outlet to all of these micro businesses that are, like, testing the waters. You know, they need something. They want to do a pop-up. They want to have something regular. Have you seen um, that? Has, have you had a good response with people that are doing that? 
Um, honestly, yeah, the community is very welcoming. I would like to say that um, they are a lot of regulars at the shop and they do come in looking for, have they restocked? Have they done a new item drop? So I would say that it is being welcomed very well and a lot of the locals are actually familiar with the vendors that are there because they've been popping up inside Witter Brewing for about a year now. So it's been very beautiful to see because I know a lot of the passive income is used for like resources to pay for like their children's therapy or whatever it is needed for themselves. Yeah, so you guys, um, when we were talking offline, you talked about the culture of small business in our community here in Whittier, and um, what could you say about that? Um, we've been everywhere, honestly. We've gone to Hollywood, we've gone to Huntington Beach, we've been to Long Beach, and this has been the most supportive and responding community we've ever seen. Like, when you talk about United, which is what our name is, Unidos in Spanish is United, there's no other city that shows that and represents that and comes out like Whittier honestly has. Yeah, and also the small businesses that Whittier has made of has given us so much support. Um, not only with the night market, but once we open, you know, helping us, you know, guide us through, hey, look, you can find this other small business that can help you with, let's say, like printing out our business cards, our stickers, you know, um, making ourselves certain clothing. So they always recommend small businesses. And that's great to hear because sometimes you get the, well, I order it from this company because it's a better price or, you know, because it's corporate, they can give those prices. But to us, it's more like, wow, you're recommending other small businesses to kind of help us out. That's what I love about this community and how supportive they've been. Not only does the community support the small businesses, but small businesses support other small businesses. Honestly, yeah. yes. And you were, uh, you were real adamant about making sure that you shouted out some of your small, some of the small businesses here in Whittier that you have relationships with. So I definitely want to give you guys that opportunity to do that. Um, yeah, of course. Uh, we wanted to thank Ernie. He's the owner of Turnbulls. If you're ever looking to do something fun like Friday night adult scene, I would go there. He has live music, which is awesome. Turnbull Tavern. Yeah, mm -hmm. there you go. And he is a part of the Uptown Association, so he gave us this opportunity to go ahead and bring our amazing themes with a twist to their Uptown Night Market. Yeah, you also have like Mel's Roses Vintage, um, owned by Robert. Uh, shout out to Robert for always being great. And Esther. And Esther, there you go. Um, I know they're moving stores right now. They're actually going to be located on Greenleaf pretty soon. So I'm excited um, to see that and see how the store is going to turn out. Um, but they have been so helpful to, you know, just opening their doors whenever we have events and we need like a changing room. They're like, we got you guys or anything we need. They're always there to help out. Cool. And so, um, yeah, the, the, the small business here. They're so great, so many to, so many to name and uh, recognize. And what would you say about um, small businesses here that um, some people, like okay, you got the night market, and they're like, I don't really like the night market because I'm not getting the business, or they're not going into my, mar you know, into my restaurant or my store. It's kind of blocking it. What would you say to that? I know what I would say, but what would you say? <laughs> no, definitely. I mean, I think for... The biggest thing for me is, you know, some don't want to participate, and I definitely understand, but our goal is to have them participate because they are located on Greenleaf. You know, they're known by the community, and, you know, the events keep growing, and not only are we getting people from the community, but outside or the surrounding cities. Um, so I think for me, for them, is if they gave it a shot to participate, they can see the fruits of the market. Um, and later on, people are going to be like, man, I remember, you know, going to... 
let's say Turnbull's Tavern, for example, um, I saw them that day at the night market. I'm gonna go back on a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, you know, go show support, see what they're about, and learn more about their business. Um, so for me, I know there are some businesses out there that you know aren't too happy with it, but all I ask is just an opportunity, participate, see what it's all about, um, see what the community's coming out for and having fun, and just market your business um, to the thousands of people that are walking up in Greenleaf. Yeah, I'm a big, um, I'm a marketing guy, and so I see a lot of uh, people in Uptown, and it's, you know, it's, it's once every two weeks, and it's thousands of people, and I just think, you know, monetize. You gotta monetize that opportunity if you're a business. You know, don't be mad at it or afraid of it. Just um, embrace it, you know, try to get the people into your spot, how, whatever means necessary, you know, drive that traffic. And um, a lot of times, I'm not saying this is happening in Uptown Whittier, but in the social media realm, um, a lot of times if somebody is threatened by somebody that does maybe something similar to them or something like that, a lot of times um, it's just about insecurity and you got to up your game. You know, you got to up your what you're doing. Maybe you want to uh, get some tables outside and, and make some noise, make some food, do something, do something special, do something unique. And I think that's um, basically what needs to happen in Uptown. I think everybody could benefit from it. It's like I said, it's once every two weeks, so it's not really, come on. Yeah, definitely. And you have no idea what just one time participating will do to you. Our DMs are flooded with people saying like, I didn't even know this person was there until they came. I came out to a market and I seen them have a booth. Exactly. And, yeah, and they've yeah. been here for years. And I'm like, I'm glad. We would love to exposure. highlight you all. It's yeah. all about exposure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I think once they see that and like you said right now marketing is one of the biggest things where social media is one of the biggest marketing you know platforms you can use um, whether it be instagram TikTok, facebook um, put yourself out there guys give yourself that opportunity it's a great way to grow your business and definitely bring more eyes to your business yeah i mean not to get off track with the social media thing because that could be another whole podcast but um, it's such a great opportunity right now that we're living in, for, especially for small business owners. I mean, we're, you have uh, Instagram, you got TikTok, like you said, you got Reels, you got all these opportunities and they're free. And, you know, a lot of people will get mad. Oh, man, I'm not, I'm not getting pushed out there. People aren't seeing my stuff. They get so angry. I'm like, but it's free. It's free. You're not paying for it, man. This is free advertising. So definitely um, small business owners need to take advantage of that. Okay, so let's get into the night market, guys. Let's get into your bread and butter here. Now, um, tell me a little bit about the events themselves. You got, you got your themes. We talked about that. But um, at your events, what makes your events so unique? Um, our events are very unique because it is very important for me to always have some type of free entertainment for the community because, you know, some of us can't afford to take all our family to Disneyland or do something of that sort. So our family may be too big or whatever the means is. We just want to make sure we have something free for the family and community to enjoy. So whether it be going and meeting a dinosaur, which is going to be here for this next event um, in person, or just coming out and seeing a live band. Yeah, definitely. I think um, what kind of puts us in that niche right now for the market and different is just 
bringing out the community to free things. And it's not, we don't do it just so people can come out because it's free. We do it because, you know, it's a way for the community, one, to come together, two, like she said, you, you can bring out your whole family and it's not gonna be, you know, maybe 20 to $30 just to get in to see like a petting zoo that we had this past event. Or you're going to like Jurassic World in a theme park and you have to pay for all of that. Um, especially me coming from, you know, my family was, you know, not the richest, but whenever there was free community events and we can go out and enjoy them as a family, those memories live on for a while. Um, so I think that's what's been making it unique, but also our vendors, you know, our vendors that we bring out that have applied, which are either local to the community or, you know, surrounding cities, they have made a great difference. Um, on making this market kind of stand out compared to other markets. And you're family and pet friendly, right? Correct. Every event is going to be family and pet friendly. That is the core values of our event. That's awesome. And um, so we got, uh, like you said, the Jurassic Park next, or Jurassic World coming next week, right? Correct. Yeah, that one's going to be a fun one. So we got some bands playing. We got dinosaurs showing up. What do we got, Jay? Correct, so we're gonna have some music on two blocks. So this event is gonna be three blocks long. We're going from Wardman all the way to Hadley this wow. time. Wow. Um, we needed to add that extra block just, you know, to- Well, dinosaurs are big. So you gotta have that extra- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that extra space. Yeah. <laughs> no, and definitely, and the crowds last, this past event we were two blocks and we felt like it was a little crowded. Um, so definitely going up to Hadley um, will help out with that, but it'll also bring some more exposure to the businesses that are located on that third block. You know, they've been waiting to participate, like Sage, Spin Cycles, NST, they're anxious, and we love that because... They're like, what about us over here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're here, man, help us out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, and now that we can, we love it. So um, you guys will find some interesting things. You're gonna find some dinosaurs, some electronic dinosaurs that'll just be for photo ops, we're gonna make it like when you walk into Jurassic World. It's gonna, it's gonna give you that feeling. Yeah, that's great, man. Stacy, how do you do this, man? How does this happen? Um, Don't give us all your secrets, but I mean, man, this is really cool. <laughs> this is really like, cool. Like I said, just my inner child, and yeah. I mean, kids love dinosaurs, right? And I love Jurassic Park movies, so why not just mix it together? <laughs> so um, are you guys exclusively to Whittier, or you guys do this all over the place? I would love to say that we are the majority exclusive to Whittier, but we do have a couple other cities that we do go to, like nice. West Covina, which is not too far from there, uh, from here, sorry. And we used to go to Long Beach, but currently we are within those two cities. Great. Yeah, and I, I think you, we could possibly say at 90, 95% right now of our business is in Whittier, and I'd love to just keep it in Whittier. Um, you guys keep us busy with these events, so definitely. It's good. I mean, it's good that you have other places. I mean, I love you guys here, and we're doing a really good job. But I would also say, you know what? You guys do such a great job. It's great to touch other communities and get out there and just expand and keep, you know. I mean, other cities would love to have what we have here in Whittier. So let's, uh, let's do your thing. Just keep going. Um, so, okay, so we have... Um, I got you guys here, and I, and I love to hear about all this, and I'm so glad that you came by. But you guys have such an emphasis on small business. I wanted to talk about that a little bit, and I wanted to get your three tips, three tips that could help our listeners, because we have a lot of small business owners out there, or maybe people thinking about um, becoming small business owners. And what would, what would three tips that you would, you would say that could help, help out? 
One will definitely be to find your tribe, find your small business community tribe. And what I mean by that is finding people that are not scared to, sh uh, sorry, not scared to share the knowledge with you, like telling you how to go find a certain permit or file for it and teach you so that you have those values as well. Um, I think a tip for me, the second tip would be just, you know, go for it. I know a lot of people are scared. A lot of people, you know, think about it as, you know, in my perspective, my family was always like, no, you got to work to pay the bills. If you leave work, what's going to happen? Or if you take time off. So, you know, to me, it was instilled on, you know, just work, pay the bills, be happy. But people have dreams and, you know, they say this is the land of opportunity and I can definitely say it is. So just go for it. Give yourself that opportunity to thrive. And if you don't, guess what? You got to learn from it. You get back up, you start it all over again and you do it right. I think that's a huge, huge one too, because, you know, if you come from a Hispanic family, like I did, uh, you get that a lot. Cause you're like, don't, don't take risks. Don't, don't, don't go too far, you know, just kind of keep it, keep it small, think small. And eventually you have to fly on your own two wings and you have to do it and just say, you know what, I'm going to make my own mistakes. I'm going to learn and I'm just going to go for it. And like you said, you know, if you fail, it's a learning experience. You get back on and you keep going, push forward. I remember I was uh, 16 and I had this idea that I wanted a fleet of uh, ice cream trucks. And I had this whole idea that was going to be amazing. I'm still thinking about it, too. I might, I might do it one day. But I came to my parents. I'm like, yo, I, I, got to, I want to get the truck, and I want to have the truck, and it's going to have this, and it's going to have that. And then my mom says, okay, so when you run somebody over and hurt somebody, then what happens? You're not going to get in trouble. Then they're going to take our house. Where are you going to live? Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> like get you, get it, get me all scared. I'm like, oh yeah. I go, well, yeah. You're right. I don't know. I mean, I can't do that. So, yeah. Eventually, I flew on my own two wings. But yeah. They'll definitely drink pressure. <laughs> it's like they're getting us ready for reality. But yeah. how about we try other ways? Yeah, you got to try it. You got to try it. So, what's number three? Um, I would just say consistency because with failure comes a lot of discouragement, but you shouldn't let your failures um, stop you from continuing on your journey. You know, sometimes we do a lot of comparisons and we want to quit, but you can't compare your journey when you're two steps forward and someone else has been 50 steps ahead of you. Yeah. Like, it's not going to look the you same. Can't, you can't. Yeah, focus on you and don't get discouraged. Just, you know, like riding a bike, you fell off, you fell off, just get right back on it. Yeah, consistency and patience is so key. Um, I, I see that a lot because a lot of us out there right now want that short-term hit, you know, that, that short-term success. And uh, I can speak for myself. I mean, I'm doing, uh, this is my 11th year, and I'm learning every day. I'm still learning, and it's a new experience every single time, every single time I do a YouTube video or a podcast or anything like that. So you gotta be patient, and like you said earlier, think long-term, yes, long game, you know, long-term thinking is huge in, in business. So I really, really thank you guys for coming out. Where could we find you guys on social media? Uh, you could definitely find us on Instagram. Um, right now, that's mainly our focus. It's going to be at Unidos Community Events. 
Um, but any questions you guys have, please direct it to our website. Um, it's going to be www.unidoscommunityevents.com. You can send us an email, feedback. You know, we always love to hear everything. And if you're a small business or looking to start a small business, reach out. We're here to help. That's one of our biggest things. We're here to help. Stacey, what do you have to add to that in closing uh, here? Just want to say that we do really care about everybody that is small business, including our community that supports. But with that being said, stay tuned. We definitely care about you guys, and we've heard you. We are going to have classes and courses soon, at least as an intro, to help you save some money and legitimize your careers. That way you make a career out of your small business. That's good. That's good stuff. I really appreciate guys taking the time to come out and uh, spend some time here on the My Whittier Podcast. Thank you, guys. No, thank you. No, thank you. Definitely. Always a pleasure. And uh, thanks, for, thanks for giving us that exclusive invite. All right, man. Well, there you go. Stacy and Jay, two great people doing an amazing job for Whittier, California. And they wanted me to make sure and shout out Edwin over at the uh, Providence Bakehouse. Because without Edwin, they would have never connected with the Uptown Association and they would have never been uh, doing the night market. Basically, Edwin was an integral part of connecting the dots and making that happen. So shout out to Edwin. Providence Bakehouse is located at the Whittier Brewing Company. If you guys haven't tried these baked goods, you are totally missing out. They are absolutely delicious. They're closed on Monday and Tuesday, but they open up from Wednesday through Thursday, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m., and then Friday, 4 p.m. to 9 p.m., and then Saturday, 12 to 9, and Sunday, 12 to 7. You can follow them on Instagram to get those hours and look at all of the delicious goodies that they have. But Edwin is a really good dude, and he does a lot of that. He does a lot of uh, networking and connecting people together, and he has a knack for it. So we are really, really happy that uh, he connected uh, Unidos and Uptown Whittier because it's magic. It's doing, uh, they're doing really well, and these events are fantastic. So uh, check it out. The next one is August 2nd on Wednesday next week, and you are not going to want to miss it. And if you're a business owner in the Uptown Whittier area, a lot of people are going to come down for Jurassic World, and you got to put your thinking caps on right now. I'm already thinking about like restaurant items, you know, deals. I'm thinking uh, the T-Rex burger, right? A big giant cheeseburger, the T-Rex burger, or maybe some uh, some brontosaurus salads, you know? Give me a brontosaurus salad, something big, green, and delicious, and maybe some raptor ribs, a caveman special. I could go on and on and on, but, you know, take advantage of the opportunity. There's going to be a lot of people, uh, a lot of people that maybe know about you already, but there's a lot of people that don't know about you yet. And this is a great opportunity to, um, to shine. So uh, just, uh, just some words of advice, really looking forward to next week. And once again, Stacy and Jay, thanks for coming on to the, my Whittier podcast. I really enjoyed it. Speaking of amazing outdoor events, have you guys hit concerts in the park yet? The City of Whittier and Parks and Recreations Community Services have absolutely 
done an amazing job this year. The concerts have been really, really amazing. I went to uh, the concert uh, this Monday. It was Upstream, the band Upstream. It was reggae and Caribbean, and it was awesome. It was such a good vibe. The weather was nice and cool, and uh, that band really, really did an amazing job. But we got four concerts left, guys, four concerts left, and that is it. But what an amazing ride it has been. I have been a sponsor for the event along with Local Fixture, and it has been a pleasure to see the Whittier community come out for these events. Now, um, there's going to be one coming up this Thursday, July 27th, 80s All-Stars, hits of the 80s. So Parnell Park, 7 o'clock the show starts. You can set up before that, food trucks, family fun for all, and you can enjoy the music under the stars. So make sure and come out for that. And then back on Monday, July 31st, the last concert of July, the Stevie Nicks Illusion Fleetwood Mac tribute. So make sure and check that out. It is going to be a really good time. All right. I got to give a shout out to Flight Restaurant in Whittier, California, 6724 Bright Avenue. They are now open for lunch and they are open for lunch uh, Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And the menu is amazing. The vibes are amazing. And if you're a Whittier local, you got to go to flight for lunch at least once a week. They got oysters. They got tacos. They got burgers. They got pasta. They got the meatball sandwich. They got the My Whittier sandwich. They have a ton of good stuff. Family owned and operated. Good vibes. And I love flight. So if you want to do me a solid, go check out flight for lunch. And let me know what you think. 6724 Bright Avenue, Whittier, California. I hope to see you there. So on July 7th, uh, El Buen Gusto over on uh, Beverly, 10820 Beverly Boulevard. The owners of that restaurant suffered a fire and they lost everything in that fire. They lost everything. Their, uh, their home uh, caught fire and everything in it is just gone. Thank God they are safe. But um, in the meanwhile, this couple are currently displaced from their home with three children under the age of 13, and they are devastated. Luckily, the restaurant is still in operation. They're able to make money and try to recoup some of that. But I wanted to make you guys aware of that. I did post this on my Facebook and Instagram feed. Uh, but I wanted to reiterate this and let you guys know if you are inclined to go out and um, help out, give a donation, go grab some food, support the family, support El Buen Gusto. They've been here for many, many, many years. A lot of you really love this restaurant, and um, they are open uh, usually every day from 11.30 a.m. to 8 p.m., and on Sunday they open a little bit earlier, 10.30 to 6 p.m., but if you want to go down and support and um, – give them a little bit of help, they would really appreciate it. Now, I don't post uh, GoFund accounts on my social media feeds. It's just a practice that I, I, I started about five or six years ago. I just stopped doing it. I don't know exactly where that money goes. And a lot of times I get so many requests that I just I get inundated with requests for that. And I just don't feel comfortable doing that. I don't feel comfortable... Uh, asking you guys to go to a GoFund account. I mean, there'll be a rare, rare occasion 
where I might put one up, but that's just because I know exactly who's getting that money. But for the most part, I just don't go there. Uh, it's just, it's just what, it's just a policy that I, I have come up with, but, um, I will direct you to their sites. I will direct you to their feeds and I will direct you to the restaurant and you can make your decision there and, and, and make your donation directly to the source if you'd like to do that. Um, so our heart goes out to the family and, you know, Whittier is, is really good like that. You know, I'm not just saying that because, I have the My Whittier platform, but one of the beautiful things about the Whittier community is we help each other. We got each other's back, and um, this is a case where these people really need our help. So it's a, it's a win-win for everybody. You guys love Mexican food, and you love helping the community of Whittier, California. So head over to El Buen Gusto. Help them out. They're going through a tough time right now, and they would really, really, really appreciate you. All right, guys, that is going to do it for this week's podcast episode. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out for a few weeks and waiting for me to come back. I really, really appreciate that. I want to leave you guys with a message, a message of gratitude. So every morning I wake up at 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm half asleep. I walk into the bathroom before my shower, and I have a window in my bathroom. And I look out that window. And I see this beautiful blue sky in the morning and the sun is shining down and I'm totally present in that moment. I'm looking out the window and the first thing that I think of and say is thank you. Thank you for another day. Thank you for allowing me to wake up and experience another day on planet earth with my family, my friends, people I love, doing the things I love to do. Thank you for that opportunity. And when I do that, when I'm when I'm grateful, when I have gratitude for waking up and having another day at life, it changes my perspective because everything else is gravy. Everything else is downhill. You know, we're going to have good things happen throughout the day. We're going to have bad things happen throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month. But it's just stuff, stuff that we can deal with. We have the opportunity to deal with it, and we will. But just the fact that we woke up today and we're able to experience another day of life is a true gift. Be grateful for it. I'm totally grateful for it. I try to be grateful for every blessing that I have throughout my day. And uh, it's really, really helped me put things into perspective. So I hope that you will do the same. Be grateful for what you have because you have a lot. And uh, I'm grateful for you guys. I'm grateful that you stuck around and listened to this podcast. And I will catch you all next time right here on the My Whittier Podcast. Take care.